Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Never wonder how the Salt Lake Bees baseball field looks so good? The award-winning Bees grounds crew turned to Mountainland Supply for their turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? Well, when you need irrigation products for your lawn that you can trust, Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe, parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Golfers, tee it up this year at U Winter Golf with the hottest new arrivals from Callaway. Introducing the new Callaway Epic Drivers featuring new jailbreak speed frame technology designed with artificial intelligence for epic ball speeds across the entire face. Now with three drivers to fit any golfer's needs. Swing by U Winter Golf and get custom fit today. U Winter Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee and shop us online at worldwidegolfshops.com. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. 
Hey there, and welcome to this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Pleasure to be with you. 22 years and counting talking golf with you. It's uh, great to be with you. Our Twitter handle is at Real Golf. You can follow along, listen to any of our shows. Also, you can download them on your various podcast sites and listen to them at your convenience. Follow us on SiriusXM as well. We have a good show for you. We're going to, of course, talk about Tiger Woods, the horrific accident, the scare, and now the hope for recovery for Tiger Woods. Dr. Kim Stimson, head of orthopedic surgery at Logan Health in in, uh, Kalispell, Montana, and our official Real Golf Radio orthopedic surgeon will join us to give us his insight analysis on what Tiger might be going through and a projected um, prognosis on when we might see him back and the steps that go along the way. Also, we'll welcome in Jaime Diaz from Golf Channel. He found himself on the coverage during all of that story as it unfolded. We'll also get his take on what we saw in the playoff with Max Homa and Tony Finau at the LA Open last week. And Caddy joins us. We talk about WGC and the events this week as well as on a jam-packed edition of Real Golf Radio. And uh, again, we appreciate our sponsors, Callaway Golf, Odyssey Golf, Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah, blackdesertresort.com. And Bob, when you when you uh, heard the news, yeah. and I think it probably hit you the way it hit most of us, all of a sudden the notification comes up on your phone from the ticker. Uh, mine happened to be ESPN saying Tiger Woods involved in a serious car accident, one car rollover. Uh, you, your mind just began to race, wondering what in the world. Yeah. You know, and then you saw the pictures um, that came out early uh, of the the car on its, basically on its uh, roof and um, the brush all, all uh, wiped out and everything where the car came rolling through and um, kind of the different reports as they're starting to, to transpire and hit. And then the news press conferences, you know, and then uh, we hear things on Wednesday, exactly what transpired uh, the night before. I have a source close to me that was able to kind of tell us a little bit about what was going on. And uh, he felt he was going to be fine. So uh, it was a shock. It was a shock this week. Yeah, and now we'll wait and see if, in fact, you know, he is going to be okay and, and how that shakes out. I think uh, Dr. Stimson will help us out a lot with that. But uh, we'll give you our thoughts and uh, some of the reaction that took place uh, as that continued to unfold and continues to do so. Uh, we'll do that coming up. Plus, we got to talk about the West Coast Swing, the WGC going on this week, Puerto Rico. Ladies are playing again, which is great to see as well. We'll talk about and champions. With Annika. Yeah, and Annika. I loved watching Annika so far. We'll talk about it uh, straight away right here on Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. Chromesoft. This ball really does change everything. 
There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before now back to real golf radio with brian and bob all right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio, presented by Callaway Golf and the new Epic Drivers. The Callaway Epic Driver lineup is led by their new Jailbreak AI speed frame. Previous Jailbreak architectures stiffened the body in the vertical direction by applying artificial intelligence. This new structure improves stability in the horizontal and torsional direction as well. The result is exceptional ball speeds across the entire face. Check out Epic Drivers at CallawayGolf.com. And uh, we appreciate you being alongside uh, this was a surreal week. Uh, I happened to have been in a meeting at the time. All of a sudden, my phone starts blowing up, and the the notification came in, and uh, it was it was shocking, you know. And your mind races to you know what really Tiger single car rollover. You start thinking back on the different uh, you know episodes or traffic incidents in Tiger's life and the things that we've seen, and you you wonder what in the world you know. We just saw him hosting. Genesis and being on with uh, Jim Nance and talking yeah. about hoping to be ready to play at the Masters and you know what does this mean and then the first images of that vehicle I mean goodness gracious you you just wonder how you know somebody survives something like that and then to finally hear that he's okay but that he's got severe leg injury and that, that he's in surgery you know um, God Bob I I you know Tiger has meant so much to this sport and so much to the game he's. He's such a draw, you know, for, for in every aspect of his life, really. But what he's, what he did in the game of golf in such a short period of time is, is unequaled. And, uh, I I mean, we kind of built this show really around his success. We used to have a, 
a segment called Woods Watch, you know, keeping an eye on Tiger. That was our, we had a little open created and, and that's how we began. You know, what would Tiger do next? He just continued to amaze and impress and um, really took the sport to another level. And to do that to an entire sport is special and not something that comes around very often. And so I think you saw the outpouring of concern, um, the, uh, you know, stepping away from uh, analyzing you know, the back surgery rehab and the game and the career and suddenly caring for the person and his life and his family and all that surrounds that. And, and so that was really, you know, my, my opinion, Bob, my mm-hmm. philosophy in a situation like this, I don't try to be a, a breaking news guy. I don't think there's any, no. any sort of, uh, merit in being the first to release any information or something along those lines, let it play out, hope for the best and report on what finally comes around. Uh, but it was, a again, considering the situation, probably as good of an outcome as we could have hoped for at this point. Well, and, you know, the sheriff um, said right on, you know, his television uh, press conference that if Tiger hadn't been wearing a seatbelt, oh, it yeah. would have been a fatality, 100%. So, um, you know, I was... You, you talked about being in a meeting. I, I was getting my oil changed. <laughs> and I get a call from our local radio station where we broadcast in Utah. And, um, hey, can you come on and uh, want to talk to you about, you know, the Tiger Woods car accident? And I'm going, what? So I had about five minutes. So I jumped on Golf Channel and I started reading the article and that kind of thing. And then they called me and, and we kind of talked. But, th- you know, there wasn't a lot we could say. Um, you know, the jaws of life, they talked about that, which didn't actually happen. Um, it got a little sensationalized, but no matter what, yeah, those, those injuries, those injuries of his right leg and, and, um, you know, the, uh, the compound fractures and, uh, the ankle and, and foot injury and everything, those are all huge things and huge things will, that will for tiger himself, um, but, you know, the, the game of golf is in a good spot right now. Um, Tiger is getting – he's 45 now. He's getting – he's probably got another five years on the PGA Tour where he could possibly be competitive. Jack did it into his late 40s. Um, and, you know, if, if Tiger were never to play another round of golf again in competition, Tiger is the best of all time. 82 wins, tied Sam Snead. Um, pushing Jack uh, with 15 majors and what he's been able to accomplish with his win percentage and everything that he's done, um, it would be fine. And Tiger, if he could be healthy and be able to be with his kids and and walk his daughter down the aisle when she gets married and um, those kinds of things, those are the things that are important. The game of golf is anticlimactic to a person's health and uh, – and their, and their life. And, um, you know, let's hope that everything goes well, that he doesn't have a problem with the first step of being able to walk and, and that type of thing. And then he doesn't have a problem with being able to play, play golf and then play competitive golf because we all want to see him back. Yeah, of course we want to see him back. I I'm interested in your comment that he's the greatest ever at 82 and 15. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of people that would argue Jack at 70, 70, what two and and eighteen? Seventy two and eighteen. But you know, again, that not not this isn't the time for that. That'll that'll play itself out over over time. 
Sure. But that, that, yeah, I mean, they're, it's a different, it's a different eras. Uh, they're both amazing. And, um, it's again, just grateful he's healthy. So again, what we know, and we'll talk to Dr. Stimson about this coming up is that there's, there's multiple compound fractures in the tibia and fibula, which is basically below the knee. And from what we can gather, probably that way on both legs, although worse on the right and the right ankle, that right foot, right ankle, leg area kind of seemed to take the most brunt of it. And so, as you said, yeah, you've got rods down there to stabilize it. They had to piece it all together. They're dressing mm-hmm. wounds because it was it broke the skin. Infection is can be is is a, certainly continues to be a, an issue. And then the, the the screws and everything in the foot and the ankle. So you know, I've heard some of the doctors talk about you know he might experience some arthritis you know, in that ankle because yeah. of that, you know, later on, which could be, could be harmful or hurtful to him. But from a golf swing standpoint, if the worst of it is on the right side, that's actually better because you put more torque and, and you, you, when you turn into that left side, I yep. think you can load up the right side, turn into the left side a little easier than, than the opposite for a right-handed golfer. So uh, again, I, who knows, right? I mean, who knows? I think, you know, there was still a lot of questions as to how well he could play coming off a fifth back surgery, which by the way, when you're healing from a back surgery, going through a traumatic car accident (laughs) is the last thing you want to do. Right. Exactly. And, you know, I also heard an orthopedic surgeon on the golf channel talk about, uh, the injuries and, and the injuries sustained and where you can, where you come back and, and what's the worst part of a athlete's body as far as an injury is concerned. He said anything from the knee down is less critical in a person's life or or an athlete's life than anything from the knee up. Mm. And um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. But yet, you know, he has these serious injuries and from the accident. Uh, the other thing we didn't talk about is the compartment syndrome. So they had to cut open the muscle to be able to drain the fluid and blood out of it so that it can it can infuse with more blood so that do- that doesn't cause any type of um the ability of that tissue dying to to lose a limb um so there's a lot going on here but uh we're i in my opinion i am i know you are and i think the golf world is grateful that uh that things aren't worse than they than they are right yeah, now I'm, glad, I'm just glad we didn't lose them right i mean yes. i think and yes. that was a gen, definitely a real possibility as you said the sheriff's deputy first on scene said he is lucky to be alive and you know that when, when someone says that you know you that that gets your attention real fast yeah and, 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 and i thought it was pretty cool that he also mentioned modern vehicle safety you know with the cabin staying intact yep. and not crushing yep. was was the reason he he lived as well and and mm-hmm. so i guess you know genesis did a good job with that vehicle that that it was able to save his life but anyway i'm sure more details about to me i'm really less interested in all the details and just really focused on the fact that he's going to heal. Tell me the details about how he's going to heal and get better. Not so much the details about what all went down there, because obviously it was an accident and he's not being from right now. He's not, there's not any reason to cite him for reckless driving also. And there was no indication of impairment. So all good things, just a really an unfortunate thing and wishing Tiger all the best. When we come back, we're going to get some expert opinion from Dr. Kim Stimson, head orthopedic surgeon up in Kalispell, Montana and our official Real Golf Radio orthopedic surgeon. He'll give us some details. And then we're going to change gears a little bit. We're going to talk about the West Coast Swing and most recently the LA Open, the playoff that came down, Tony Finau, Max Homa, and transition into WGC and the events this week 
in professional golf, including LPGA and Annika returning to competition after retirement uh, for at least this event. We'll talk about that all next as we continue. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob 
All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. And uh, as uh, we mentioned, we want to get a little more detail, a professional opinion, and a lot of them out there right now, of course. And we're fortunate to have a good friend of ours who's the official orthopedic surgeon of Real Golf Radio. And, of course, he's the head of orthopedic surgery at Logan Health in Kalispell, Montana. And he's been to many places around the country uh, doing this very thing. Kim Stimson joining us right now. Hey, Kim, how are you? I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? Good. I guess I should say doctor. How are you? I, I that's probably very doctor? casual, wasn't no. it? Amongst friends. Okay. Fine. All right. All right. I didn't know. <laughs> Dr. Kim Stimson joining us. Yes. <laughs> so we have had you on to talk about Tiger and injuries and surgeries that, in fact, most recently talking about the news when we found out about his fifth back surgery for which he was uh, is still recovering from. Uh, and then this unfortunate accident that occurred, I guess, um, you know, we, we've talked about the reactions. Everyone was uh, certainly in, in shock to, to hear about it. And then obviously the, the obvious concern for his health. Now that we know what we know, it's been a few days. Just take us through the injuries that he has uh, experienced, according to the reports. And, and what does that actually mean? And what is he going through right now? So I think we all know he was involved in a single car rollover accident at, at speed. I don't know how fast, but anything like that is, is high velocity and high energy. And he was trapped in his car, had to be extricated through the windshield, I believe, with yep. with some the tools that they use. Initially, they think they said jaws of life, but I think I don't think that was necessary. But but in any way, uh, had to be extracted had multiple injuries, uh, and from what we gather, you know, he had an open tibia fracture, some uh, some fractures about his foot and ankle on the same leg, I believe, um, and, and other injuries, I'm sure, too. Multiple bruises and contusions always happen when that kind of thing happens. Um, but those were the kind of the important immediate attention injuries that we understand that he had. Uh, he went to surgery shortly thereafter, after the extrication, taken immediately to, I think, uh, UCLA Harbor Medical Center, which is a trauma center there. And then uh, I'm sure, a, I'm sure a, a workup was done of all of his injuries. He had studies done to evaluate him, uh, probably x-rays and CT scans uh, prior to going into the OR. And then Went to the OR, which is very appropriate uh, for open fractures uh, to be washed out, irrigated, debrided, and then fixed uh, in an appropriate fashion. And it sounds like he had an IM nail or an intramedullary nail put in his tibia, and then various screws and pins and plates were used to fix his foot and ankle. And then he also had what we call a fasciotomy, uh, which is a release of the fascia around a muscle that can become very tense uh, after trauma like this, and it can compromise blood supply to the muscle as well as the nerves and actually cause some very serious problems after the injury. So fasciotomies are something that are done in trauma situations where there's been significant damage to a muscle compartment that requires the release of that fascial compartment so that blood can actually perfuse the muscle and the nerves and preserve the leg. So, so those are significant injuries that he had that we know about. So, so you, you spoke about, you spoke about the injuries, um, the, the community, what's it called? 
the comminuted, comminuted, yeah, fractures, which is which is splintering, so to speak. Correct. Yes, it, it of the bone, uh, of the bone, and that involves pieces, more than two pieces right. usually, and and it can right. be five pieces or twenty pieces. I mean, it it depends, but a comminuted fracture is not just a simple break that you put together and it stays in place. There's some there's some instability usually involved with a comminuted fracture as well. So. Yeah, and and we know and open open fractures are basically what we know as little kids, compound fractures, where the bone comes through right. the skin. Yeah, okay. yeah compound is a, is a description that's been used for a long time. I think the open fracture describes it a little better. It means yeah. that the bone has been exposed to the environment, basically. And then you said, uh, you, you basically talked about all these, these injuries and then the compartment syndrome. What type of does that throw into the mix as far as the compartment syndrome as compared to all the other injuries too? So the compartment syndrome can happen in trauma to a leg or an arm um, or a foot or hand for that matter. And that's simply when the, it, it can happen with fractures. It can happen with a bad bruise, believe it or not, where the swelling is so significant uh, that it actually prevents blood from going into that muscle compartment. And without blood, the muscle dies, and so do the nerves. And so you can be left with dead muscle, dead nerves, and basically a, a leg and a foot or anything below the injury uh, is can be severely compromised by that type of injury. So when it's identified, uh, we... And there's various ways to do that. But when it's identified or suspected, then we release that compartment, basically open it up, make some incisions over it, and release that fascia so that the muscle and swelling can expand and that blood can perfuse that compartment. So, Interesting. That doesn't sound pleasant. Uh, of course, no. none of this does. So I imagine this is probably several hours that it took and it almost sounds like, you know, they had to piece them back together in those certain areas. So with that understanding, and we got screws and pins in his ankle and foot from what, what has been reported, um, the, the, the multiple breaks in the, the, the tibia and fibula area, and then dealing with the, the fascia that you're talking about releasing that pressure when that is all said and done as far as, as horrific as all of that is, and traumatic as all of that is, how routine, I guess, is the procedure and how likely is the recovery from something, injuries such as that? So both fortunately and unfortunately, uh, these procedures are quite routine, uh, especially in a trauma center like uh, UCLA Harbor uh, Medical Center. This is, this is kind of what they do. Uh, so these, these procedures are fairly routine. Um, they happen a lot. And the surgeons and medical professionals that deal with this uh, are in tune to these things and have various protocols to follow. And so they're, it, this kind of thing is routine in, in a very blunt sense. Now, that doesn't mean that every fracture is routine. And every fracture and injury has its little special things about it that that you have to deal with, but, but having much familiarity with those things, these surgeons are very, very adept at 
dealing with them, and I'm sure they did a great job. And uh, and so, as this goes on, what do we expect? Well, there's there's always worries about infection with open fractures. There's always worry about uh, infection with fasciotomies that we've talked about. That's leaving an open wound basically for several days to up to a couple weeks sometimes, uh, waiting for that to resolve. And then you get into the covering of that. And sometimes you can close the wound that you've made when the swelling goes down enough. But sometimes, and, and this happens frequently, that it has to be grafted with a skin graft. So that's another process that takes time. Um, and then you wait for the fracture to heal. Um, so you make sure everything's still alive. Uh, sometimes, you know, by alive, I mean muscles and nerves. Right. Um, you're, you can, it wouldn't surprise me that Tiger might go back to the OR two or three times over the next few days to, to have the irrigation and washout and debridement of, uh, the wounds and any tissue that might not be a good viable condition. So, and then eventually you, you close the wound that you've made, uh, or you have to graft it and that just lengthens, uh, the immediate recovery. Uh, so we expect these fractures to heal and it's very likely that they, that they will heal. Uh, it's likely that Tiger will need some other procedures in the near future and maybe in the distant future as well, uh, to deal with these and they resolve and, you know, as we talk about this, I expect him to walk again. I, I expect him to play golf again. Um, and, and then, and then we see, will he be able to compete at the level he demands of himself? So, so yeah. So, so having a, an injury and, and an accident like this and the surgery and everything like that, first of all, um, like you said, um, the, the most important thing is if, if he's going to walk again. Um, and the second most important thing, and what everybody wants to know, is he going to play golf again? And will he play it at the best, um, you know, uh, and compete at, at the highest level again? There was one other player that recently, when, t- when this happened to Tiger, um, he came out and said that he had similar type of injuries with an accident that he was in. He was a tour player. And he said the injuries didn't prevent him or didn't affect him much with his golf swing. Where it affected him was walking on the golf course day in and day out and competing while walking on the golf course. That That's what really caused him the most discomfort and pain and, and basically took him out of being able to play professional golf again. That, that, yes. And that's pretty spot on Bobby. Um, you know, we, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, Alex Smith had, yeah. a similar situation. And I think it's well documented all the things he went through and eventually and, and returned to play professional football at the highest level. And so it certainly is possible uh, to do these things. And, and we don't have to, you know, remember Phil Mickelson broke his femur skiing um, as an early professional, I believe um, yeah. back in the nineties. And, you know, his career has been stellar with a broken leg that's healed. Um, you know, we all remember Ben Hogan um, yep. back in the 50s uh, when had that terrible automobile accident. And it took him a year to get back. Uh, and I, I just read his 
an, an autobiography, not an autobiography, biography, but a biography about him last summer. And the things he went through to return to play and, and walking on the golf course was just the hardest thing for him to do. And yeah, Tiger may struggle walking the golf course. That The swing may be, you know, not that big a deal, but walking the golf course and doing that uh, is will be maybe his biggest challenge. Dr. Simpson, we appreciate you coming on. I guess before we let you go, and you don't know the full extent of the injuries, you weren't there, obviously, but um, what would you suspect or when timeline uh, for Tiger, you know, just take us through kind of briefly a timeline of when he might be discharged from the hospital, when he might, you know, be able to walk again, and, you know, when when might he actually be able to start, you know, going through the process of uh, preparing for for golf again? So recovery starts right after treatment in many ways. So he will start therapy kind of as soon as the immediate issues with dealing with his fracture and dealing with potential infections and the fasciotomies are completed. He will have protected weight bearing for for weeks, I suspect, Uh, on average. And this is just an average number. It's about 20 weeks to 24 weeks for a tibia fracture to heal pretty completely. Foot and ankle fractures follow maybe a little shorter route than that, but can take as long. And then it's an issue of what are the what are the remnants of this? How much of his foot and ankle are affected? Um, will they be normal? Uh, they'll heal, but will they be normal and will he have normal motion? So I suspect within probably you know a month or maybe two months, he'll be putting weight on his foot and ankle depending on the nature of the fractures and then progressively weight bearing over the next several months to complete weight bearing. And I I suspect if all goes well in in probably four months, he'll be walking on this and beginning more rehab. Um, And so hopefully maybe six months, he's kind of feeling okay. Um, And then I I suspect probably it's going to be a good year before he is kind of ready to compete on the tour. Uh, and and that's you know is his back going to recover? I mean, we've kind of forgotten about the back surgery he had a couple months ago. Um, and will that, there will may that be help other... him all this time off? Will that help his back too? If it didn't get re uh, re injured? Yeah, the rest should help him. Uh, although he's going to he's not going to be able he may excuse me he may not be able to do the rehab required for his back uh, to recover right now because of his injuries. That'll limit some of that too. So it, they all kind of play a, a very, uh, very mixed role in everything that's going on. It's, it's not an easy problem. And we, you know, nobody's talked about other things that may have happened to him. Because uh, uh, when you roll your car over and it stops all of a sudden, a lot of things can get hurt. Uh, unfortunately, nothing has been, you know, nothing's been mentioned. And I hope that means nothing really bad is going on there too. Yeah. Yeah. We all hope for the best for sure. Dr. Kim Stimson, head of orthopedic surgery at Logan health in Kalispell, Montana, our official rug off radio orthopedic surgeon. Thank you so much for spending the time with us and giving us that in-depth uh, analysis of what possibly tigers going through based on the information that we know. And uh, we certainly uh, appreciate your perspective and insights. My pleasure. 
Always good talking to you, Bobby and Brian. Yeah, good to be with you. We'll do it again soon. Dr. Kim Stimson joining us here on Real Golf Radio, and I really appreciate that and certainly continue wishing Tiger speedy recovery and all the best. So I guess, with Bob, we might be looking at uh, Masters 2022 for a yeah. possible return for Tiger Woods. <laughs> but, hey, we'll, we'll see. Uh, obviously, a lot to be unfolded before that comes around. We'll take a short break. We'll continue the conversation. Thanks for being with us right here on Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers. We're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. 
All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks so much to Dr. Kim Stimson for joining us and giving us some insight there. Appreciate that. And uh, this segment, by the way, is brought to you by Odyssey Golf. You know, it didn't take long this week at the Puerto Rico Open. The two-ball 10 is the number one putter model in the entire field, and there are more Odyssey putters in play than any other brand. 57 Odyssey putters, the nearest competitor, 40. Check out the new two-ball 10 putters as well as all the offerings at odysseygolf.com. And again, we appreciate you being with us here. A couple of uh, updates uh, on Tiger Woods. Uh, Of course, he has uh, been moved to Cedar sinai Bob, I I guess that's a good... I don't know if there's good news, bad news in that, but he's been moved to Cedar sinai now, and, uh, you know, he's just part of his continued uh, treatment. Yeah, they're saying it's probably going to take about another week before he's able to go back home to Florida. Um, transported back there, and he'll continue on with his uh, rehab and any type of of the things that he needs to do to uh, to heal from that. But Cedar Sinai is known as a hospital. It's a little bit closer to Los Angeles. It it caters a little bit more to professional athletes and celebrity, and um, they are known for their rehab and all of their um, their things that they can do to um, help somebody heal when they've had to deal with injuries like this or when they've had to have surgeries and that kind of thing. So um, they, they just moved him from that trauma one uh, facility there at UCLA. He's at Cedar sinai now, and then in about a week, he'll probably be heading home. Okay, continued wishing him the best, of course. Let's shift gears now, and um, let's go to the PGA Tour, the WGC event in Florida, taking place at concession. The caddy told us, that the members call it concussion, uh, and uh, that because it's difficult and a, and a challenging golf course, it's proved to be that. But Brooks Kepka, you know, coming off a win in Phoenix, here he is now a 67-66. He's at 11 under par. He's got a one-shot lead on Cam Smith and Billy Horschel, as well as Colin Morikawa, who came in at 64 in round number yep. two. But Billy Ho, man, I haven't heard from him for a while. Good for him jumping up in the mix just a shot back. And then Tony Finau right there, just two shots back at nine under, continuing his great play yeah tony's tied for fifth he's along with webb simpson and matthew fitzpatrick then patrick reed is at eight under eight under par and uh he is currently tied for eighth with kevin kisner and then louis oosthuizen and uh, abraham answer tied for 10th another uh another 64 was shot today after shooting 77 yesterday bryson dechambeau came back back with 64 today and he is currently at three under par 7764 Bob. I mean, you talk about yep. back-to-back rounds. Shots. That that's a huge swing. Yeah. I I, I mean, it is. I kind of chuckled a little bit, you know, the first day. I don't know why. I really have nothing against Bryson, but I do kind of chuckle because he he's working so hard to do things uh, that are against norm, I guess, um, yeah. Yeah. that are unique, right? And and he, he's, mm-hmm. he's finding a better way. But, boy, when you look at that scorecard and the back nine in round number one, he goes bogey, bogey, par, par, bogey, par, triple birdie. And uh, that that's a 41. And then he drops another, you know, three bogeys on the back and three birdies are on the front, his, his second nine. So, yeah, 77-64, that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, you know, the interesting thing about this golf course is it kind of negates his driving distance or his ability to hit the golf ball a long, long ways. Even though Florida courses are relatively open, they don't have a ton of deep rough on them. 
um, he's not able to take advantage because there are bunkers and water hazards on this golf course that are are difficult to maneuver around. So he's not hitting his driver uh, predominantly as he would every hole in a normal tournament. His accuracy is 64%, which means that he's hitting it a little bit more in the fairway. And uh, greens and regulation only 50% in the first round um, and uh, and did not putt well in the first round. So having said that, about the same driving distance, driving accuracy up to 78%, greens and regulation 33% or, or 66%, and a strokes game putting, which is what we've always talked about with Bryson DeChambeau. If the putter's going well, he does well. Um, he gained almost three and a half strokes on the greens today. Well, he's going to have to do something if he's going to turn around 13 shots round yep. over round. So, look, if he continues to pour that on, he's going to run away with this thing. If he picks up 13 shots again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know that that's going to happen. Uh, yeah. in, in the other uh, category of golf sucks, uh, how about Victor Hovland? You know, a year ago he won the Puerto Rico Open. Now he's earned his spot into the WGC, having a having a day. Goes along and rips off five consecutive birdies on his first nine. The back nine there at concession from eleven to fifteen, just straight birdies, circles on the card, and then uh, pars out. Uh, what does he rip off? Uh, nine straight pars. And then he goes with back-to-back birdies at 7 and 8, his 17th, 16th and 17th holes. And then his final hole, the ninth, the par 4. Bob, how did a snowman happen in this crazy <laughs> time there for Victor Hovland at his 18th hole? Yeah, when he was his 7-under for the day. So what happened was he hit it in the fairway. He missed his second shot just to the right of the green, and it bounced down the hill and went into some palmetto bushes. But he was able to get in there and kind of maneuver – Took him a little while. He was kind of maneuver, and and he hit it out, and it went across the green and went into the went into the bunker on the left side of the green. He hit his next shot instead of hitting towards the back of the green or whatever. He hit his next shot at the hole again, kind of hit it thin, went across the green, down the slope again, and went further under the palmetto bushes. He ended up having to take a unplayable lie. After that unplayable lie, he went to pitch it up to the green. And uh, it came up short and turned around and came right back down to his feet, pitched it up about eight or nine feet past and made that for a snowman. One putt for an eight. Congratulations on the one, one putt. putt for an eight. Yeah, it drops yeah. him from seven under par to three under par <laughs> at halfway point of this. Thing. I mean, what? Just just pile that one under golf sucks. And then I guess under COVID sucks. You, you know, you go all the way to the bottom and there's Matthew Wolf with a WD after an 83. Bob, you, you look at this card. Yeah. I mean, this is not what you expect from any tour player, let alone someone that's been playing, you know, well uh, the last year in Matthew Wolf. But I mean, it's just, it, it's kind of hard to even look at it. You know, you got a triple on one, followed by a bogey on two. Bounce back with a little birdie on four. Bogey at six, birdie at eight. Shoots uh, three over par on the front. On the back nine, bogey's 11, 12. Double the par five at 13. Makes a snowman on 15, which is a par four. So a quadruple bogey, followed by a double bogey, and then a birdie at 17 and 18 to shoot 83. And then he basically wouldn't talk to anybody and then withdrew, giving no reason. So there's an interesting article on Golf Channel um, talking about how really it's, you know, and I don't know exactly where the sources are coming from, but apparently this is this isolation 
that COVID has provided has being really been really difficult on Matt Matt Wolf, who would be a senior in high school or senior in college right now, and he doesn't have a wife and kids to go home to and and try to you know cool down from and have perspective. He's really by himself. He's isolated. They the tours policies don't allow him to go out to restaurants and bars and things like that, and a lot of those are sort of closed down anyway. So it's. It's a challenging thing. I don't know exactly all the things that are going on there, but uh, it's very, very strange and certainly um, goes to show the toll that some of these things that we have to deal with are taking on on our young people. Yeah, and, you know, Matthew Wolf is a great player. He's one on the PGA Tour. Um, he's one of the new guys that is out on tour, the young guys that um, have really uh, jumped out on tour out of college and, and won golf tournaments quickly. Um, unfortunately, you know, uh, well, fortunately he's made a bunch of money on the PGA tour and I'm sure he's op- with all of this, he's opened himself up to, to some ridicule because other people aren't, aren't able to do, um, what he's able to do and make the money he's able to make. But it's, it's a sad story to hear, um, him struggling with those types of things and any type of, uh, you know, maybe depression or anxiety or anything like that. All right, uh, it's still in Florida. The LPGA playing the GameBridge LPGA. How about Lydia Ko, who makes her home there as well at uh, Lake Nona, along with Annika mm-hmm. Sornstrom, who made the cut in her first event back yep. from she retirement, sure which is uh, great to see. So we'll update you more on this after a short break. Thanks for joining us. This is Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now, and there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future. But we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at CasbyRealEstate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y RealEstate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. 
This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at hoopsvision.com Vision.com. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks so much to Dr. Kim Stimson joining us here in hour number one. Still to come on the back nine, Jaime Diaz from Golf Channel will stop by and visit with us. We'll ask him, among other things, his... Uh, I guess experience uh, that he had on the air during Tiger Woods mm-hmm. in- accident and how it all unfolded as well as his thoughts on Tony Finau and how he's playing right now. We'll talk about to Jaime Diaz. Also America's favorite caddy stops to weigh in as well. And we ran out of time before that last segment, continuing with a, a quick check of the leaderboard, Bob, they're down in Puerto Rico. Uh, they're down in Puerto Rico. I should say uh, playing the opposite field event, even though they're calling it another event, it's essentially opposite because whoever wins, they're going to yep. get a win, but they're not going to get an invitation to the Masters. No, they won't get an invitation to the Masters, but they will get an invitation to the Tournament of Champions uh, winners event every year. But Brandon Wu is at 11 under par. He's got a one-shot lead over Greg Chalmers, who's at 10 under par, and then Brendan Grace at 9, along with Rafael Campos, and Johnny Vegas is at 8. So, um and a few more guys at eight under par. So they're uh, they're playing some good golf down there in Puerto Rico right now. All right, we'll talk about Champions Tour. Phil Mickelson playing there this week at the Color Guard. We'll get into all that on the back nine, hour number two, when we continue. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. <laughs> 